0: Recorded from the naughty capital of the world, Nine Inch Penis Podcast. Here we go. Everyone who knows me has always called me coach. Like to this day, my friends, everybody calls me coach. But, you know, how would you know to call me that, right? Right. It's so interesting how different people at different times have called me coach. Like on the nude beach in... uh, (laughs) <laughs> you know, over in Miami on all I remember this one guy coming up he's walking by, we're walking by, he goes, hey coach. And I'm like, hey. And he had no idea who I was and whatever. Um, i was pretty confident he wasn't a, a, a man who loved the penis. He just, I don't know, the whole thing is weird. So anyway, when I, so I was with a woman for many years and then when I was 38, that ended and then from 38 to 42, um, um, didn't really do much. And then when I was 42, I was on a Yahoo chat room. Uh, back then it was a Yahoo chat room and just chatting around. You could pick topics. I don't know. You could pick topics. I picked, uh, you know, I was curious. by, I think I picked the buy room, and then it had, you know, daddies, college, whatever. And I've always liked college guys, so I put in college. And this uh, started chatting with this kid. He was 23 from uh, from uh, Arizona. He was going to school in Arizona, and and I just went by my first name then. I didn't call myself Coach. I didn't even think about that at that point. Um, and. And we're chatting, and then he says to me, Hey, um, do you want to uh, see my cam? I'm like, yeah, sure, why not? I don't know what the hell he's talking about. I don't know if, you, if you're if you around for the Yahoo chat rooms, but they had just a little box for a camera. And so he turned on his cam, and I'm like, Whoa, this is a hot boy with a nice big cock. This is fun. And so just doing that just made me a ton of pre-cam just thinking about that boy. And it didn't take him very long, and then he shot his cum. I thought, fuck, that's hot. So, anyway, I wanted to do that. I wanted to show off my cock. I wanted to go do this with other people on there. This was like new and fun, and like a new toy. So, I, I, you know, back then didn't have uh, um, uh, built in cameras in your laptops. And that was not the case. Uh, it was. Uh, uh, it was, you know, I had to go buy an external camera for my laptop, the old IBM, and uh, put it on and I started, I went into the room and started doing it and showing off my big cock and again I just went by my name and, uh, and I masturbated so much that first week and all I, back then I didn't know any better, I used Juergens hand lotion, yikes. Uh, my fucking penis was just raw. Like, it was chafed. I masturbated so much. Like, I couldn't even touch it for three or four days. Couldn't even wash it in the shower. It was just so much pain. Anyway, so, one of the last times I was on uh, that Yahoo chat room, somebody said, hey, um, they, they, you know, something about gay.com. I'm like, oh, what's that? So I checked out gay.com, and it was the, the only place, really, to hook up back then. The really good hookup. There was manhunt uh, coming in there was a couple other ones but gay.com became the dominant one for about 5 or 6 years just like Grindr is the dominant one now anyway so uh, so I went on there and I put my face picture I didn't know any better put my name and my face picture and just uh, there I was there was my profile and this guy hits me up at about noon and he goes hey you look just like my baseball coach I really want to suck you off. Can I suck you off, Coach? Start calling me Coach. That's how it began. The whole name Coach for me. I mean, I actually did Coach, but I never would have thought of using the name Coach. Anyway, so um, he freaked me out because I'd never hooked up before, and I'm like, Yeah, sure. And then I clicked off real quick, and like I ran away. You've done it. Like everybody here does, has done it, or whatever kind of freak out like oh no your first time so i i ran i clicked off and then like at two or it must have been like three in the afternoon i went back on i got courage up i got that courage back up to go back on gay.com in my own in my own home like you know like somebody was going to hurt me anyway so and there he was he'd been waiting for me he goes coach please i'm at the the marriott downtown this is in san diego uh, Marriott, and, uh, you know, I'm only here. I have a couple hours from here to here, uh, and I just really want to give you a blowjob. And I'm like, and he didn't have a picture. He goes, no, I'm discreet. I, I don't have pictures. And I'm like, well, I said, okay, I'll come over there. I'll meet you in the lobby, but you know what I look like, so if I don't like you, I'm not going to do it. Uh, then I said also, it's the... Uh, uh, the World Series is on. This is San Francisco versus the Angels. Years ago, what a great game! If you know anything about that game, it was a game where Dusty took the ball and fucked things up. Anyway, uh, so I said, "Yeah, have the game on. It's on Fox." So anyway, I go down, go to the hotel. Coach goes to the hotel, and I'm just standing there. I'm in my, uh, I have my coaching. I figure well, if I'm the coach, I had my coaching uh, nylon shorts on from when I used to coach. I had my uh, 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 jacket on, my uh, uh, baseball cap, and on that day, Coach was born, the sex coach. Anyway, so uh, so it was fun. So anyway, so I'm standing there, and the game's on at five, and it's now 5:01. I'm like, what the fuck? Did this dude stand me up? like, what the fuck? I was pissed because there was nobody in the lobby. There was this really fat guy who weighed like 500 pounds, this woman who was really old, and then, I don't know, and then a worker person or something. So anyway, I turn around to leave. I'm like, okay, I'm, I'm out of here because there's no way to communicate with him. And out of nowhere, he pops up and just taps the back of my shoulder and goes, hey, coach. And I turn around, and he's 32, 33. He's a runner, very good-looking guy, kind of balding but cute, good shape, and so he goes, yeah, let's, uh, you know, he goes, is this okay? I'm like, yeah, sure, that'll work, that'll work, boy, so, I uh, and I called him, boy, I mean, all this stuff, I wasn't even thinking, it just naturally became, this happened, so I'm like, sure, so we go up to his room, as we're in the elevator, he goes, be really quiet, I've got all my co-workers are in the rooms near me, I'm like, really quiet, what, what's going to be, anyway, So, but uh, as it turns out, I'd forgotten because it had been a while since I had a blowjob that I make a lot of fucking noise when I come. But anyway, so we get in the room, he closes the door, I'm in, I'm standing there, and the TV's on, he goes, is that the game? And I said, yep. And then without even a, a, I mean, it was a split second, he just pushed me onto the bed. And I'm telling you, I have not been pushed onto a bed by anyone since that day. Nobody, I mean, it was so hard, so fast, like caught me off guard. Like and before I knew it, I'm like laying on my back on the bed and he just pulls my uh, underwear and my shorts off. And now I'm laying there with my, you know, my jacket on and my cock and it's soft, like totally soft. Like my cock's half soft now. It, it was totally soft. I'd had a blowjob for so long. Whatever. And I didn't really understand what was going on, and all this was so overwhelming to me. And so I um, um, I just kind of laid there. I kind of slid up under the pillow, and I just laid there and watched him, because he was dressed, and he just was sucking my cock. And then he got it hard. He got it rock hard, and he didn't say anything. He just kept sucking it and sucking it, my big niner's cock. He just kept sucking it, and it was so hard. And it felt so tingly, but, you know, I hadn't come for so long from a blowjob. It takes a while to get used to that again. He went on for a good half hour, half hour, maybe even 40 minutes, just sucking this. He was not, and I didn't realize how how people are. Like, he was not stopping until he got my my coach come in his mouth. Like, he was never going to stop. I didn't understand that, because at different times I'm thinking, well... Isn't he going to get tired of this and just kind of like be done? But oh no, he wasn't stopping till he got my uh, cum. Once he got me to cum, and I'll tell you, I came a ton in his mouth. And I did start to make noise and he covered up my mouth. Uh, then after I came, he then took his clothes off and he stood right by the side of my legs on the bed. And, um, um, and then jacked off and shot his cum all over my cock. And then he uh, got up and says, Okay, coach, I got a shower. I got to go to a dinner thing. And I'm like, Okay. And he goes, Yeah, well, I, I fly out tomorrow. So maybe tonight we can get together again. I'm like, Yeah, that could be hot. And so then I leave. And I remember calling up a buddy of mine, a college buddy of mine, saying, You wouldn't believe it. There's like this website where you can go on there and guys give you free blowjobs. Yeah, they do. They give you free blowjobs. Yeah, I was a dork. I was brand new to this whole thing, right? Anyway, so, so and then the final part of my being brand new to Hookup Land is I actually believed him when he said, Yeah, let's get together again. So it's like midnight and I'm waiting for him to like hit me up again. Of course, he never does. He got what he needed. He got coach's big fucking cock in his mouth, he got coach's big low to come. He got to make himself calm, and now he's all better, and he can go back to his family. So there you go. That is how Coach started in uh, Gayland. Up next, Nine Inch Penis Podcast questions from listeners like you and answers from Coach after a quickie commercial break. This week's questions come from two avid listeners to the Nine Inch Penis podcast. First is Mitch in Texas. He asks, "How do you feel about leather and gear?" Well, you know, it's interesting. People who listen to this podcast, there's so many different sexual—I don't know the term—people use fetishes, but you know, lengths, interests. That you know, it's not your interest. And where you go to, it's probably not going to be the interest of the person sitting next to you. We all have so many different interests, actually. And that's what makes it really cool. Also makes it really, uh, if you just stop and think of it logically, it makes the fact that people would dare judge another person it just totally ridiculous. Like, everyone is different. Just like a snowflake, each one of us totally different. Anyway on the issue of leather and gear. When I first started playing around in gay land years ago, I, I tried a little bit of everything. And one guy on, online said he was into leather and, and he had a whole big bag of it, his stuff, his toys, and he liked to come on over and buy toys. I'm talking leather and gear and gloves and all things leather and I, I'd never experienced the leather other than I'd owned a couple of leather jackets over the years and I enjoyed how they felt and enjoyed the smell of them. I've always had, when I'm in the northern states, nice leather gloves and um, leather can smell differently depending on the type of leather. So he showed up and he opened up his. He had basically like a little duffel bag full of all kinds of things, and started pulling things out. And uh, you know, after about an hour of uh, of of exploring with him, because I was open minded, I'm like, okay, this is interesting. Um, I realized that leather did nothing for me. That's just me personally. It didn't. It didn't do anything. It didn't make my penis erect. It didn't make me get any more excited sexually. Like when he walked in, I was sexually attracted to him and I was interested in being naked with him, but everything else that happened while he was there involving all of his leather did nothing for me. And I had a partner years later who had some leather that he would play with, he was more into uh, uh, BDSM and leather is, uh, can be a part of that as well. And I was reintroduced to it at that time, and once again, it didn't do anything for me. So the, the, the answer is uh, no. Uh, Coach uh, has no, no uh, sexual arousal being around leather and gear. But I know many, many men do, and that's really cool. If that's what turns you on, go for it. Second question is from Logan in Florida saying, how do you feel about being an alpha daddy in uh, this day and age? Well, you know, it's kind of interesting. Uh, You know, I'm over 60 now. Yeah, I grew up as a masculine alpha coach guy. I mean, you know, straight guy, you got married, you're the provider, Uh, you know, just, you know, I'm the alpha, that's who I am. And I didn't understand that that's the term. I never thought about that hey, marry me, I'm an alpha. No, I don't walk around looking in the mirror and going, hey coach, you're quite the alpha. No, it's just who I am. I understand it now. And if you're around me for any, any period in reality, you'll feel it. You know, I always use the example about dogs. Dogs, that's their entire being is wired to be either to be the alpha or to follow the alpha. It's that simple. And, you know, I get along great with all dogs. Never had a dog I didn't get along well with because I'm an alpha and they feel it. You know, I had a partner for seven years and he had, you know, when we met, he had a dog, Jack. I love Jack the dog. And, and Jack was 11 years old and he had Jack since, the, since he was a puppy, since he was born. And Jack had always been his dog. And suddenly we're living together and there's Jack and Jack is now my dog. Like in a matter of 24 hours, Jack is following me everywhere. When I go into the, take a shower and close the door, there's Jack sitting outside the door, waiting for me when I get out. And my partner's like, what the hell? And I said, hey, you're just gonna have to get used to it. He's a dog, he's gravitating towards an alpha, and whether you like it or not, you know who the alpha in the house is so you know i'm an alpha and we live in an era now of you know especially the the uh, you know the under 30 group where i don't know if it's because you know everyone won a trophy you know was given a trophy i should say nobody really won the trophy everyone got a certificate for participating we've just so diluted the, the competitive flair that's part of being a man, part of being an alpha. We've so diluted what it is to be a man, to be a man It has nothing to do with the word alpha just to be a masculine man that people are are just just attracted to me like they just are attract they're, and I'm talking men and women. You know, when I'm walking around, you know, going on a walk, wherever that may be, you know, people look at me. People smile at me. Best example was I was in a restaurant as I'm traveling. Um, uh, this was in um, uh, Albuquerque, New Mexico, and I went to this, this restaurant near the, the campus there. And, um, uh, you know, I'm just sitting there waiting for my food. And there's this 20 something, it must have been twenty twenty one. 21 nice kid uh college kid and we're sitting next to each other and i'm minding my own business i don't usually approach people i'm just waiting for my food and he goes uh hey you know where are you from and suddenly he just wanted to chat like he felt really comfortable next to me uh, enough to where at one point he goes hey so what's your name you know and and it was just it it, it was the kind of experience where where he felt something in me that was friendly, and I'm very approachable, I'm a very nice person, but yet there was something in me that that he, that he respected, that he liked. Again, just like the dog, he, he warmed up to me, he found himself as alpha, and he, he, he just needed to say something. And that's, that's how it works. That, that's what it is to be an alpha in today's world. And I know on cam and what I do with my OnlyFans and Just for Fans, that, that's for people who need an alpha. They, they so desperately need a real alpha. And it doesn't hurt that I have a big white nine-incher. Let's, let's call it what it is. But even if, if I didn't have that, my personality, my alpha being... Uh, It's something that I now come to understand and respect. And I feel great about being an alpha daddy these days because the world needs more alpha daddies. Hey, thanks for your questions. Keep them coming. We'll answer a couple more next week. Listen to another adventure of Coach in his 9-Inch Penis podcast next week. 9-Inch Penis podcast is the biggest growing sexual entertainment podcast. Listen again, tell a friend, and watch Coach Naked while he tells his stories. You judge how big. You can watch on Just For Fans or Only Fans. Florida Coach 1, the digit one, not the spelled out number one. Florida Coach 1. Hey, if you have a question about today's episode, text your questions or comments to Coach at 332-232-4114. If you want your question heard on a future episode of 9-Inch Venus Podcast, call 332 332- and leave a message. You have been listening to Nine Inch Penis Podcast. You must be of legal age to listen or call. For entertainment purposes only, all rights reserved by Nine Inch P. L. L. C.